Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and Bulldog fans everywhere. Welcome to the probably rarest of uh, Start Vegas reports, the Tuesday night Start Vegas report. I'm sure we've done one before. Probably done one every day of the week at this point. Yeah, I would definitely say. This might be the latest we've done. No, because we did some at your house. It was like yeah. 9 or 10 o'clock. Yeah. We did one of those on a Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Besides the DeSoto County episodes, right. this is the latest Starkville episode we've done. This is the latest Starkville episode. Uh, latest since the reboot in Starkville. But uh, we're glad to be here. I'm your co-host, Colton Watson. And I'm your other co-host, Gavin Lagazzino. And, yeah, it's time to talk about baseball. Um, I know that we know that that's what y'all want to talk about. There's not uh, a lot of other stuff on people's minds. Um, uh, obviously, basketball is still going on. We are going to talk about that. But uh, didn't get the best results that we thought um, for this weekend for 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 um, basketball, and we've already talked about basketball in our episode on uh, Friday. We are going to discuss it this week, but this is kind of like the supply and demand. Uh, the demand yeah. is for odds basketball. are you're not here for basketball, <laughs> right? Well, I love basketball. I actually like playing basketball more than baseball these days. Um, watching. If both teams are the same skill level, I prefer that the the duty noble field experience. But if you're telling me, hey, watch a baseball game of team A and team B, and watch a basketball game of team A and team B, I'm taking the basketball game 100 times out of 100. Uh, that's just me though. But I love Mississippi State baseball more than anything. It seems like, especially this time of year. And in, in the fall, you might can tell me that I like football more. You might could convince me. But in the spring, I know I love baseball more. Yeah. All right, um, moving on, though, we are going to talk about baseball. Uh, did you have fun this weekend? I did. Uh, kind of regret. So if, if y'all don't know, I sold my tickets uh, and went home. Watched how, the game how much my did dad. you get? That's private information. No, <laughs> I, I made I made 40, uh, but I, I also bought a midweek for 30. So Last I'm, week's or this week's? Last week. So, you went to the Jackson State game. You paid thirty dollars to watch us play Jackson State. Yeah, I, I'm all in, dude. I mean, like that's I, the cheapest look, I was look, finding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really tell on myself. I paid fifty five dollars for the Sunday game. Ooh, I paid. That's, I let this little, I let steep. this girl, and I knew I was getting stiffed. And I was like, I'm not, and I, you know what? Worth every cent. <laughs> Worth every cent. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so Gavin, uh, I'm sure you had a great time this weekend, even though you had to uh, miss the game, yep. the in-person action. I guess you netted $10 for that. Yep, net $10. Uh, got to watch it with my dad, so it, it was that's, a good weekend. That's different. Yeah. You know, that's that's that, that's almost its own different joy. Yeah. I understand that. I got to watch the game Friday with my dad. He came up here. That's awesome. So, uh, guys, if you're listening, go watch baseball with your dad. And if you don't have a dad or if your dad's not in the picture anymore. For their, come watch baseball with us. You can come watch baseball. Go watch baseball with your son. Um, go watch baseball with an uncle or a, or a nephew, a grandson or a grandfather. Uh, somebody else, that, uh, just any male figure, either if you're older, find somebody younger or vice versa, uh, that appreciates the sport. And it's it's magical. Yep. I'm just, and I'm going to get off my little emotional high horse there. Good time, though. All right, so we'll we'll definitely take what happened, uh, especially with what happened up the road. We saw that American Athletic Conference teams can ride into SEC stadiums and uh, administer series. a beating. Yeah, yeah. I mean that the series wasn't particularly close in Oxford. They walked off one of their games, so lots of excitement in Mississippi this week. And ba- yep. as far as baseball goes, 
walked off one, uh, Ole Miss walked off the only game that they won and lost um, by a couple runs on the Friday night and then the second game of the doubleheader on Saturday. They got they got beat up. Yeah, it was like seven to three or and eight. Thought, it was like eight to two. And I watched eight to three. I watched the end of uh, game two, and I thought UCF was going to stand no chance in the second game of the doubleheader just because Ole Miss got hot at the end of the first game. You, you would know. think exactly like kind of the situation we had. Yeah, we walked off the Saturday game. You're like, let's carry that into Sunday. Yeah. You think surely Ole Miss is going to carry that momentum into a third a game the, that starts thirty minutes later? Right, but they weren't able to. Yeah, weren't able to. Um, UCF is probably good at baseball, but uh, Ole Miss, needless to say, is no longer the number one team in the country. That did not last long. Not that it matters. We're number two or three in most of the poll- polls. I think Baseball America. We're number two. Um, D one baseball. Though. We're number three. We're trashing Baseball America last week. We still we still got to stay loyal to trashing them this week. No, Baseball America. Baseball America is the second best and still not right. good. Yeah, and that's D one D one baseball is just leagues ahead of anybody else. And D one baseball is not perfect. No. D one baseball is a love affair with the University of Florida and with LSU <laughs> every year. Um, a, a little bit to my uh, with Ole Miss, I would say that I, Ole Miss deserved the number one ranking last week. Um, I wouldn't have ranked Ole Miss ahead of us initially until after last week. And then now, of course, they're not. Yeah. Um, ba- it's it's hard to cover college baseball, though. I'm not going to have an easy job. Yeah. At least with D1 baseball, they're actually – got guys that go out and watch games. Baseball America, they, they do their best. The others, Kendall Rogers might be one of the best people at doing his job. Oh, America. yeah, and, and Aaron Fitt, all of them. Yeah. But but they're not uh, – They're not perfect. They're not perfect, and, and the – you even with the coaches polling baseball, you know, those coaches can't watch all these games. Yeah. In in basketball, you get more media exposure. Like if there's a top twenty five team playing, or even a power five team playing, it's on TV somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, with modern day SEC, ACC, Big Ten all have their own little local networks or national networks. The Longhorns have their own network. Meanwhile, we've got six top ten teams in the country, and we have to watch it on Flow Sports. Right. So baseball. you're not you're if you you have to look hunt for baseball if you're going to cover baseball. Yeah. Um. In our case, we get to cover baseball in live and in person, uh, and that's great because we're not we don't have to go cover uh you know th- however many D one baseball teams there are in the country. Three hundred. There's guys, if it's like basketball, I mean it's got to yeah. be close. There's some schools that don't have a baseball team, so it's probably but it is probably around 300. Yeah, D1 baseball teams. Um and and I'll I'll give you another one. These the D1 baseball guys, they cover D2 also. Mm-hmm. Uh and I I shudder to think how inaccurate those rankings might be. <laughs> um but we're going to get into actually how he performed. We're going to run down how the hitters did, how the pitchers did, and then kind of talk about all the games um by themselves. Uh I'm going to just go down the lineup, and then at the end, we're going to have those guys that kind of mixed in. But I'm going to let Rowdy give – or not Rowdy. Listen <laughs> I'm going to let Gavin give the give about how they did. How did – I mean, what do we think of how Rowdy Jordan did this week? All right, so in the notes, Colton's got a – he's got a new scale for the hitters. <laughs> we did not have to use the scale. We've got A and A. Not A. A! Right, a. If you're going to do this, you're going to have to say it right. All right. Well, I might not do it then. <laughs> All right, we're going to go Rowdy up first, obviously. He got eh. Rowdy got an eh. Rowdy, let's see. First hit, first pitch of the game for the home team. Doubles. Yeah. Off the he wall. He also doubled, um, excuse me, singled in the rally that sparked the grand yep. slam. And other than that, wasn't much to speak of. Had a clutch moment in the ninth inning on um, – Friday that didn't that didn't pan out for him. 
Had a few couple, a uh, couple, a foul out, a couple strikeouts. Here's the thing with Rowdy though, and this is what I love about this situation. Rowdy's gonna get right. I mean, this is this is this is We've, three we years We see it running. every year. Just <laughs> three years running, right? He starts off cold. He's gonna get right. I'm not even a little bit worried about Rowdy. No. In the long term, he's gonna be fine. Uh, Scotty DeBrule, what we got? Scotty is A with one Y, <laughs> so it's going to be short. It's got to be short. Uh, okay, so yeah. Uh, Scotty DeBrule, batting average, what? Eh, middle of the road. But on base percentage is great. And I like his at-bats a lot. Um, um, he's not going to strike out a ton. Yeah, he's not going to go out there and strike out. Uh, he's gonna. He's normally going to get at least five pitches out of the pitcher. Uh, he's a guy that's going to run the pitch count up. And you know, you know that you're going to get a quality at-bat out of him. That bunt that he laid in on Saturday was tremendous. Yeah, he had a uh, uh, one strikeout on Sunday. I'm gonna go ahead and go through all these real quick. How about that? Scotty DeBrule struck out on Sunday, did not strike out on Saturday, and let's see about Friday. So he moved. Did not strike out on Friday. So one strikeout in five games as a starter, or excuse me, listen, three games as a starter, five at bats a game is uh pretty impressive consider you know compare that to the next guy on the list he struck out three times on sunday alone yeah Turn uh, around. does that mean that he got a, a an a it does not turn T- around had an a ta got an a with two y's i didn't the y's don't mean anything on this one. i'll make i'll make the y's mean something next time on this one they don't mean anything but uh, ta had a rough sunday but he came through and it mattered and that's what i love about him he's so mentally tough uh it doesn't matter that T.A. struck out three times leading up to that at-bat. He's able to throw all that out the window and come up big for his team when it matters most. Uh, and that's just that's somebody that you could use on any team. Uh, I, I was really happy to see not only a guy – just I was happy to see anybody come through for us, but I was really happy to see T.A. come through for us just because of what he means to the program uh, and all the all the energy and effort that he's put in over the years. I'm glad. Uh, watching that game with my dad on Sunday, I was actually telling him, I said, if we can get to TA, we'll be fine. And we were. Uh, and I don't know why why I said that in hindsight, because he was over 3 on the day. Over that's 4. Just, he, had yeah. a, he had a, a ground out and 3 strikeouts. But that's that's just the confidence I have in him. Uh, and I think I think he's a great player. And like I said, he's just, he's built for moments like that. And he did walk us off yep. on, uh, on Sunday. Um, Came back from being down one and two in the count too. He was just one and one, and then was it was he? we talked about it. I thought it was one and two, but I went back and looked. Okay, we have to talk about the uh, the two lane pitcher salting the. I don't know what that was. We're gonna, we're gonna talk. I about don't it think though. that was anything sketchy. I think it's a mind game. Okay, you say that, and we'll we'll get to it later. Yeah, I I, I, I don't I don't necessarily later. think it's sketchy either, but it is weird. All right. Oh, it's definitely weird. Um, Tanner Allen also, by the way, had a home run. Had a uh, Walked during the clutch time on on Saturday before the Grand Slam happened. Uh, probably an unintentional, intentional walk, but he did walk and uh, had a, had several hits on the weekend too. All right, yeah, on Friday he drove in the first run of the game, so okay, two hits on Friday. Going on now to Logan Logan Tanner. I'll let you explain this one. All right, we Logan got Tanner mixed started messages. off started off kind of slow, so yeah. it's it's a hey. You know, start off Ofer on Friday. Yeah. As did his Starts freshman off counterpart. Ofer on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Gets the absolute missile of a single. Logan Tanner, 
hit the is ball the hard hardest all thrower and the hardest. And he did hit some balls hard when he was over on Friday. Yeah. He is the hardest thrower and the hardest swinger on the team by far. He can throw harder than any pitcher on the team. Was a pitcher in high school and just have and just like catching more. Okay. Um, and he's the he he's hitting balls 110 miles an hour routinely. He absolutely destroyed that ball on Saturday to drop tie the game. Luke Hancock called it the most clutch at bat in the game, and and we all know where Luke Hancock's speaking from after yeah. he hit that grand slam. Um, but uh, and then the next day went two for three with a walk. So you know two hits and a walk drove in um a run as well. So. Logan Tanner really picked it up. Got to get him going. That's another big right-handed stick. We've talked about how we're going to be vulnerable to left-handed pitching if these righties don't pick up. Yep. Next up, uh, we got Hatcher. He got an A from Colton. Yeah, Hatcher, he did have a really clutch at bat on Sunday Mm -hmm. um, to get get things uh, started um, on the – what happened with him? No, no, no. On. Yeah, no. He he, he got a hit in the – Eighth inning on Sunday, but it didn't end up not amounting to much. Mm-hmm. So, but um, but overall the weekend he he had the intentional walk in the in yeah. the in the rally on Saturday, so he wasn't going to uh, you know he didn't do anything. They put him on, so he didn't have that chance to come up and bid an opportunity. Then I think he would have. Yeah, I think if he would have swung. He's another guy. He's like Rowdy, where even right. even though he's starting off a little slow, you know he's going to catch up at some point. Need Hatcher hit a couple home runs. Yeah, especially protecting those guys behind him in front of him in the lineup. I should say, uh, as a five hole hitter, Hatch is a potential, you know, a three to six hole hitter on most teams, and he needs to be that for us too. Next up, we got Hancock. Luke Hancock. He got um, an A. Luke Hancock would have honestly gotten um. Just on that one hit alone would have probably been rated highly for us. He had an RBI. Excuse me. I'm staying corrected. Did not have an RBI. He had a hit on Friday. Okay, so we're already turning in the right direction. I'll come over to Saturday. He had the one hit, the one run, uh-huh. and four RBIs. We'll take that. Yep. You come back on um, Sunday and... This was extremely important. Every run was crucial on Sunday, of course. He had a hit and an RBI in that game as well. So one, he got one hit at multi, at least one RBI every single game. Um, if you average that out, because he didn't have one Friday, but he had right. four on Saturday. So we will, you will take that out of your six-hole hitter. Um, you're not gonna. It wasn't, you know, we talked about the Rooker year and we decided well, that he was having, you know, he had a Rooker weekend, we can call it, last week. And we, yeah. we, did, we decided he's not going to be the next Brent Rooker. But you will take out of your six-hole hitter, especially with the clutch moment that he came up on um, Saturday, you will take, you know, one hit a game. Yeah, for sure. Especially when these clutch opportunities. Because I'll tell you what, until the ninth inning in these games, we weren't hit. Yeah, we weren't doing good as far as timely hitting goes. Yeah. We'd get runners on base and couldn't do anything yeah. with them. I think I was counting Saturday. And I'm 99% sure we left five guys in scoring position. Right. And and on Sunday, uh, H- Hancock did hit, have a double to drive in mm-hmm. um, to drive in a Logan Tanner and score a run. So not in the ninth inning. It was one of those few guys that can actually uh, come up in a big moment for us outside the ninth inning. Yep. All right, next up we got Cam James. He got an A from Colton, but he got an A with the glove. Yeah, so – We've got to talk about errors. We'll talk about that a little bit more at the end. But Cameron James, multiple home runs this weekend. 
figuring it out as a hitter looks like. And we talked about how we're going to have to have a big right-handed bat. And Cameron James looks like he's going to be able to do that. Um, had the, the home run in the Sunday game, which was, again, crucial. Every run was crucial. That drove in two runs. Drove in Luke Hancock. That wasn't cheap either. No, no. He blasted that one. Um, had two hits in the uh, Saturday game. Uh, and um, that was huge. And, and had an RBI. Uh, in the Friday game, I'm pulling it up real quick. You had to switch back and forth, of course. He's in a different spot. Hitless in the Friday game. But still three hits yeah. on the weekend. We'll we'll take that, especially when two of them are home runs. Yeah. Um, and he was he was another guy that was hitting balls hard all weekend. He was. Him and Lotan. Well, both. I know he won his the his multi hit game, one of them was a bloop single. Yeah. He he's has a combined of he has the most seeing eye hits and the most bombs. <laughs> yeah. Tied the most bombs on the team. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Um next up, we've got Landon Jordan. He got an A from Landon Jordan had a good weekend. Yeah. I'm not uh, going to get too much into it. Had a good weekend. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't bat. He wasn't in the lineup every single game, um, for every single inning. He did play every single game. Was in the lineup every single inning, uh, but he was uh, got put made a put made an out on Sunday. Not going to hold that against him too bad. Had some good tough at bats and a hit on Saturday. Really liked the way he attacked. He approached the plate on Saturday. Yeah. He gave him some, gave him some tough outs when he was making outs. Yeah, uh, and and then on um, Friday he uh, also had a hit. So we'll we'll take that. Especially, I know he did draw a couple walks too. And coming into the weekend, or really the season overall, I guess third base was our, one of our biggest. Third base and left field were the biggest question marks. Uh, and it's been nice to have Landon Jordan there because, yeah, he's not he's not doing amazing but he's locking it down mm-hmm. uh, he's holding the fort down i mean i mean he's he's, he's not been, making errors out there at right. third he's not uh hurting anybody right he's been serviceable sure. so i'm glad to have him in the lineup uh and like colton said he had a good weekend next up we got drew mcgowan another guy that's done more than what you could ask out of him right drew mcgowan also had a good weekend i'm not gonna have any complaints about him um on uh came in again as a replacement on saturday uh, scored a run, didn't get on base, but get, or excuse me, didn't get a hit, but did score a run. Um, so that was crucial. If you come back on Saturday, he did play the whole game on Saturday. Uh, only recorded one at bat. Um, he did get pinch hit for after it changed and drew a walk. So it's on base percentage is sparkling in that game, right? If you come back on the Friday game, uh, he did drew another walk. So three walks on the weekend, no hits, but he's getting on base. And, and tough at bats, and I feel like all of his at bats, he's not striking out on three pitches or, or grounding the first pitch to the back to the pitcher. And that's all you can ask out of your eight-hole guy. Just I mean, I, I could bats. ask him to hit bombs and to, hit, and to, and to hit, get hits and drive in runs, but he's if you've ever seen Moneyball, he's getting on base. Yeah. He is His on-base percentage this, this weekend was, even though he didn't get a hit, was about 500. Yeah. I'll take that. Yep. Uh, next up we got Mule. Mule uh hit some balls hard to the wrong spot. I'm yep. not gonna get here too long, but that catch in right in left field was huge, <laughs> absolutely huge. Uh, and I'm not gonna say too much more about that, but we probably don't win that game if he doesn't bring that in. Right. And I'll tell you what, credit Coach Lamonis, any other left fielder on the team can't make that play. Mule's six five. The <laughs> next tallest guy is about six two six three. That's Pimentel who hasn't played this year yet. Nobody else on the team is tall enough to make that play. Right. Sorry, Yancey, but we we, <sighs> we know even when we do have the, when we have the one big guy, we know exactly where to put him. Yep, that's right. 
Uh, next up, we got Tanner Leggett. Tanner Leggett got some action on Sunday. Got a start on Sunday. Got a start on Sunday at third in relief of Landon Jordan. That's to mix in the right-hander. Yeah. Okay, he's a righty. No other reason for that. Yeah, because as soon as the lefty came out of the game. He was out. Yeah. And he did amazing. He hit one of the hardest hit balls I've ever seen. Should have <laughs> been a home run. It got about five feet above the pitcher's head. Okay, it was barely out of, like uh, above eye level. And it made a gunshot sound when it hit the wall and bounced 40 feet back into the outfield. And he got a double off of it. Like, that was insane. And then he drew a walk on a tough at bat when he got down 1-2, or 0-2, I think, his next at bat. So I will take that 99 days out of 100. I mean, that is if, – if we've got another reliable righty that we can mix in at third base, that is going to be great. Because, look, with the switch hitter, we had five right-handed batters on Sunday. Right. Five right-handed batters. We had James. Which we didn't think we had that in our lineup. No, we, we had didn't. James Leggett, uh, Mule, Rowdy, Lotan. and uh, Logan Tanner. That that'll that'll do. That's plenty. Yep. I'm gonna let you do all the pitching since I just did a bunch of hitters. All right, on to the pitching. So Christian McLeod got two flame emojis from Colton this week. Uh, not not necessarily what you would expect out of McLeod. In hindsight, Tulane was better than we expected, uh, but he got roughed up a little bit. Gave up a few runs few unearned runs. Yeah. None of his runs were earned. Right. And that somehow, goes to show somehow. you that goes to show you just what an error and the errors that aren't errors. You know, Cameron James made a mistake in that game and in that inning, that third inning that wasn't an error technically, but does super crucially affect the game. Yeah. Uh Logan Tanner had a guy dead to right stealing and Cam dropped the ball. Yeah. DeBrule did it later on too, yep. which is crazy that they both did it. Yeah. But uh Mistakes will kill you. So those runs weren't earned, but he did have that hit by pitch was a killer. Mm-hmm. That that walks killers. Yeah, I expect him killer. to get back right though. It was a rough week, uh, and I'm sure he learned from it. Yeah, so. yeah. He just didn't obviously didn't have his best stuff, but he was competing out there. He wasn't just throwing meatballs and telling right. him to go hit it. Right. Uh, uh, next. And the up, guy that he hit had no chance. He was 0-2 and looked stupid yeah. on both swings, yeah. and he just hit him. I mean, yeah. that's tough. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Riley Self. He got four flame emojis from Colton. He had a good weekend. Uh, it, was, it was good to see him back on the right track. And I, I was about ready to bury him last week. I'm going to be honest. I was like, yeah, Riley just hadn't looked right the last few times we've seen him, going back to last year also. But it was good to see him back out there in action. Uh, and I was glad to see that he was turning things around finally. Yeah, one walk, but didn't let anybody else on. And, and after that inning, no hits. Dearly didn't even look. Like the uh, hitters were comfortable at all. Yep. Uh, on to one of my favorites, Xavier Lovett. He got one flame emoji this week. It was a rough outing. Uh, but I, he's another guy that I think he'll get back right. Um, it was just unfortunate. He went out, he went out there and got roughed up a little bit. Uh, had some control issues, it seemed. But he'll be all right. Yeah, another guy that got messed up a little bit by errors. Um, he did have the earned runs, though. The errors didn't help. Okay, because it does shake your confidence pitcher. You have to go out of the stretch. But the runs that he gave up were earned, although there mm-hmm. was an error in, the, in his inning. Uh, Chase Patrick up next. He got four flame emojis this week. I was very impressed with him. Uh, he came out, locked things down, got us out of some trouble. Yeah, pick, picked up after Love It. Uh, he's going to be big for us. He's going to yeah. pitch in a clutch situation at least at least a couple times this year. Yeah, I expect him to. And and honestly, Friday kind of was that. You know, He had to hold things right. down. Uh, Casey Hunt got four flame emojis. Honestly, I I was this is probably my most relieving guy that I was happy to see do good. Um, just because he got roughed up in the midweek, he did not look good at all. 
had some control issues. It looked good against on the against TCU, right? Or Texas Tech. I think he pitched against he pitched against TCU. It was TCU. Looked yeah. really good against TCU. He looked good against TCU. Looked bad in the midweek. Uh, couldn't find the zone. I believe he walked two guys and then we pulled him. Maybe three guys. Uh, but I was I was happy to see him do good this weekend. It looked like he had his control back. Uh, was throwing the pitches right where he needed to. Uh, located it very well. And like I said, I was happy to see him back on track. You got anything to add? Not to hunt. Okay. You're exactly right. Dylan Carmucci, uh, he got five flame emojis, the first five-star five, five star of the week. Dylan Carmucci came out in his first appearance as a Bulldog and struck out the side in the eighth inning. Yep. I, I don't know what else you can ask. You, you literally cannot. You get out one inning, you get three strikeouts, you come back, you've never pitched in college baseball in your life. And yeah. I will take that 100 times out of 1,000. Or yep. excuse me, 1,000 times out of 100. All right. That doesn't make sense, guys. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Tally. Drew Tally. Uh, Drew Tally got three flame emojis. Yeah, gave up a run, actually, in the uh, sixth inning, but didn't, um, didn't, I'm um, sorry, getting updates about the election. Ah. Didn't, uh, gave up a run in the ninth inning, not the sixth inning, but had some really, really good stuff that wasn't helped out by the error that we had in, the, in that uh, inning. And again, we got to clean those up. But it was his first outing, and so he gets a little bit of credit because it's his first outing. Um, I'll take what I saw out of him just from an arm uh, standpoint, a stuff standpoint, uh, for a freshman anytime. Right. Next up, we got Eric Sarantola. He got two flame emojis. Honestly, Eric, he's got to figure it out. He can't locate his pitches when he needs to. He's easily rattled. Um, and he looked really rough on Saturday. And and I and I like Eric Sarantola. I think he's a good guy, uh, talented, um, super talented. I mean, dude, dude's throwing. Let me tell you, we're watching the gun. He threw a hundred. He his, hit hundred. His, his fastballs are ninety six to ninety nine, a hundred, and his breaking balls are. I saw him. His breaking balls touched seventy two. Mm-hmm. Are you hitting a seventy two <laughs> mile per hour breaking ball? If it if his After, fastball is a hundred, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's you're ridiculous. not hitting it. That's. Yeah, that's Nolan Ryan type stuff. Right. Um, but location is just the biggest problem with Eric Sarantola. He gets, it's like he'll get rattled and then he just can't find the zone anymore. And we saw a little bit of that on Saturday. And guy, I hope he can figure it out because he's a great arm to have, a great starter to have. But I, I, I truly wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't a starter this weekend, I, if Bednar's back, I assume he doesn't start. If Bednar isn't back, then I'd assume he still starts. He gets another shot at it. I, I, no, I think Aaron Sarantolo's got to mess up a couple more to start. Yeah. If we lost that game, maybe. Um, we'll talk about Bednar here in a second, too. Yeah. but uh, Sarantola, I look, I trust what the coaches say. I don't think they're going to lie, and I trust and I trust what I've heard. He can do it. Mm-hmm. If he ever does it, at this point, I think it's all in his head. That's difficult to fix, but it can be fixed. As much as it sucks, you'd rather him not have a head problem at all. But if it is in his head, if he just it's not if he just couldn't throw strikes, there's nothing we can do for him. That's right. going to take a long time. One good outing will, will might fix uh, what he's what's going on, you know, in it emotionally. So I think he'll be fine. We'll, I hope we'll, so. I think he, let me put it this way: I think he could still be fine. Okay. Um. Next up, we got Landon Sims. Only four flame emojis this week. It was a down week for Landon. Yeah, still the Baseball <laughs> America's number one freshman um, to watch this year. As of they, they update those rankings every week, but uh, 
did give up three hits, two walks, and a run. Okay, everybody take it easy. It's all right. Um, still struck out, has struck out 20. This is insane. 20 <laughs> of 28 batters yeah. faced. Averaging 23.4 strikeouts per nine. 20. Oh, my God. And that's a real stat. 20 <laughs> of 23 outs that he has recorded. He's recorded 23 outs. 20 of them have been strikeouts. That is insane. Yep. He's also getting these strikeouts quick enough to where he can go long. He can go three, four, five innings. He can potentially not change the way he pitches that much and be a starter. You know, especially at the higher levels of baseball. And Ethan, we saw this from Ethan Small. Um, sometimes striking out, getting a lot of strikeouts can hurt you a little bit because you can't go as long. You still have to throw four or five pitches for every batter. Yeah. Sometimes you're throwing six or seven to get strikeouts, you know, and that works. And the walks and the hits that you do have that have long at bats come to catch up with you then. Landon Sims was striking out guys in three or four pitches. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his pitch count doesn't get that high. Still gets higher than a ground ball pitcher's would. Mm-hmm. But he's still getting those outs. Again, he's not uh, uh, Greg Maddox, you know. But he's close. No. I mean, Greg Maddox <laughs> threw a complete game in like under 80 pitches. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Brandon Althoff is, was like that. Yeah, I don't think – Landon just doesn't get hit enough to be that type of guy. No. He, you just – you can't barrel him up. Right. Um, next up we got Hootie Harding. He got four flame emojis this week. Yeah, a couple hits, no runs. Yeah. Very, gonna get the start tomorrow against Southern Miss. Yep. I imagine they'll we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Yeah. Alright, next up we got Simmons. Stone four. Simmons. Stone Simmons got four. Uh was this his first appearance as a Bulldog? His first appearance as a Bulldog. Um and very had solid. Had a shutdown inning. Yep. We'll take it. Yep. Uh Fristo up next, three flame emojis. Jackson Fristo is gonna be a star. Yeah. True freshman makes two mistakes that get part parked. Par, uh, absolutely par. Just, just, I mean, you hang two balls, and the yeah. only two, probably the only two balls he hung. I mean, I was trying to watch close. The only two baseballs he really left up there got got put where they uh, were hanging, hanging, breaking balls or yeah. fastballs up the middle are supposed to get put right. Yep. Um, he's gonna get get over that. Yeah. Okay. I, and he didn't have to lose guy. a game to to for that to come back to bite him. You know, to, to learn that lesson. Yep. He, he learned. We all the lessons we learned this week, guys. We learned without losing the series. That's yeah. the best you can ask for. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Fristo, like Colton said, I think he's going to be a really good player for us on the stretch. Definitely a Friday guy in the future. Uh, very talented guy. And yeah, always... the only way he's not is if is if we get bring in another absolute stud or Landon Sims stays long enough to be a Friday guy before Fristo gets drafted. Yeah, yeah. But Fristo, I do think Landon Sims has got to be a starter next year. You would assume so, yeah. Uh, but I just I love the way that Fristo plays. Yeah. Uh, and all this experience that he's getting to be so young, it's gonna be it's gonna be great for him down the road. Next up, we got Carlisle Kessler. He got four flame emojis this week. The twenty-seven-year-old. Uh, yeah, he's, the, he actually is twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, no runs given up. Is a long reliever, a uh, guy that's not throwing you know ninety-eight, ninety-five, ninety-four like some of these other guys are, but is a great pitcher. Got a really dirty breaking ball. Old school. Old school, and um, need long relievers. Houston Harding. Uh, obviously, Landon Sims, Carlisle Kessler, uh, some other guys, Brandon Smith. We need those guys that can give you two, three, four innings, especially, we'll talk about this later, What with what our starters have been doing. Yep. Uh, speaking of Brandon Smith, he got five flame emojis this week. He was an absolute stud. Almost perfect baseball. Yeah. Uh, the hits and the hits that he did give up were like seeing eye hits. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't allow allowed a few base runners. Had that weird mistake when you you, you get a, a an unlucky base runner, then you get a ball up the middle, and uh, De Bruyne goes to tag the guy, and then doesn't or does tag him. I don't know. And then um, after that, like you, you've got two guys on nobody out. He pitched out of it, pitched out of it. But he was the benefit of some hard luck for as far as base runners go. But still. Didn't give up any runs. Um, did really, really awesome. Let me see. He had three hits in 2.1 innings. Again, two of those, I don't know, are they hits? Four strikeouts, no walks. Yeah, and I mean, it was really good to see him back in action. Uh, I know he threw in the midweek. He started in the midweek. And looked no, he good. threw Sunday, too, or last Monday, too, against Tech. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's another future starter. But I, I like him where he's at. I like him as a long reliever. I'm yeah. serious. I, I think you need that. That guy's good enough. He's not going to be your weekend starter, but he's good enough that you got to use him on a weekend. You're right. not. You don't. If you can use him like we did this week in midweek and in the weekend, I'm totally cool with that too. Yep. Especially this week because I think our toughest team this week is is tomorrow. But Brandon Smith is too good not to help you win SEC series. Yeah, for sure. Um, next up, we've got. Spencer Price, who is it was tragic because he tragic. he was dealing when he first got out there. They couldn't hit him, couldn't touch him. He was locating well, and then he just left a slider up, and it got punished. Look, um, he's he's dealing. Guy ambushes a, a a slider on that third at bat and barely gets out of the infield. Yeah. Goes as a hit. Wasn't particularly hard hit, just in the perfect spot. Some people think Cameron James could have gotten to it. I don't really think so. Then he gets a really nice strike, really nice looking pitch on the next guy. So the guy that has like is their guy that bats less than two hundred, but parks them. Yeah. Uh, their first baseman slash DH. I hate that. I hate that player because he'll always he, he doesn't ever do he strikes out a lot, but when you're when you're you're playing against him is going to be the one of the games where he parks. Yeah. One. You know, it's not going to be the game that he strikes out a bunch. Yeah. He. Spencer Price made a mistake. Made that mistake, uh, and that's literally probably the difference between five flame emojis and two was that yeah. one pitch. Yeah. But made that mistake, then gives up a walk, gets a little bit rattled, and then gets another yeah. out. Because before before this before he gave up the single, he looked untouchable. Well, I mean, he had the he, he had was, the line out, but it was yeah. not not giving up. He's doing what Spencer Price does, yeah. getting outs. Yeah. So I think Price will be fine. Yeah, I think he will too. Just you can't hang a slider on a power hitter like yep. that. You just can't. You know, Drew McGowan. You might can hang. No offense, to Drew McGowan. You might can hang that slider a little bit if it, if it's not the way the winds blow. It doesn't help that it's a right-handed hitter and the winds blowing straight yeah. out to left. Yeah, that's sure. that's that helped Tulane a lot the other day, mm-hmm. uh, a lot. Yeah, because we only we only on had Sunday. two guys that that favored, or I guess we well on, we switched on, the lineup a little bit on fr- Sunday. We had more, and I, I think they should have. Mule should be should have been swinging for the fence. <laughs> Logan Tanner, I like his his mentality. I'm gonna say he should have been swinging for the fence, but. All those right-handed guys need to get a ball in the air because that wind was moving. It was moving up high more than it was where we were, yeah. I could tell, because of the flag. So yeah. that's it for all the pitchers this week. We'll take it. Spencer Price is the pitcher of record on Sunday. He got the win, giving up two hits. on. Four. He had five – he faced five at bat, five batters. No, excuse me, six batters. Gave up a walk, two hits, a home run, two runs. I got the win. <laughs> hey, what more can you ask for? You'll take it. You'll take it. Um, does not get the save. Somebody no. asked, can you get the save if you blow the save? You cannot get the save. Um, I think he technically gets a blown save. Let me go make sure. Yeah, I got it. Rightfully so. Let's see. Does he get a 
Does he get a blown save? It's not listed here. It just says no save. Okay. So I don't think he gets a blown save because you have to lose the game. Right. But, all right, talking about uh, Tulane starting pitching, um, they were really good. Yeah. Brendan Althaw was really good. Yeah. And I don't want, we're not going to talk too much about the stuff that they were in the, like the fifth inning that was going on, <laughs> but that's an All-American. He was listed as an All-American. Yeah. Um, probably, probably his second day of the MLB draft type of guy. Fourth or fifth. Yeah, rounder. I could I could see him go anywhere between the the first to eighth round. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's a great pitcher. Yeah, um, for college especially. And then they did a good job as I'd a take starter for other two days. That's for sure. Right now, especially. Yeah. Uh, and our, I think our starters are fine. But speaking of our starters, not the best outings. We talked about how we they're not going to get to go as long maybe this year because we're being more careful. Um, we have great bullpen. We're going to talk about the bullpen later. I think our bullpen is outstanding. But McLeod, eh. Eric Santola, eh. Fristo did great for a freshman, but I'll tell you what, if Fristo was a senior, I wouldn't have really appreciated no. him hanging two, two balls to, to get parked. Yeah. Um, your bullpen, though, oh, so let me just start. Starters need to go longer, need to need need to compete behind them, too. Uh, yeah. I'll give you that, but yeah. – we're not we're not giving them too much run support in the early now, innings of these games. Credit where credit's due. Tulane was an insanely good defensive team. Yeah, I think they had two errors all weekend, yeah. and they were both by the same guy. They're, yeah. they're, that third baseman is is a stud. Yeah, he was. I don't even remember his name. He was an absolute. Their shortstop stud. was a stud. Shortstop too. didn't make any mistakes either. Uh, that was they were fantastic. I don't yeah. think they hosed any runners. I don't think we stole hardly at all. No, Mm-mm. I think we only stole. We need to steal more bases. I, I think. Uh, I think Rowdy Jordan can steal a base Rowdy can every steal. game. Drew McGowan can steal. Yeah. Cam can steal. DeBrul. DeBrul can definitely steal. So, but we'll see. Um, bullpen, six earned runs all weekend. And there, and remember, guys, this is they bullpen went for six innings on Sunday, 6.2 on, on Saturday, and five innings on Friday. I mean, so what's that total? Let's add that up real quick, Big Dog. 11, 17.2 innings, yeah. six earned runs. I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 <laughs> that's, that's that's fine. I'll, I don't have any problems with the bullpen. Um, I think that they're doing a great job, especially considering all the uh, – even the, the earned runs, a couple of those still had errors in that inning that will mess you up. You know, Xavier Lovitz, for example. Yep. Xavier Lovett. So – Speaking of those errors, errors have got to get cleaned up. Uh, we've, we've talked sure. about it. There's no other way around it. On Saturday, on Friday, now I, I have my notes. Saturday, I misspoke. On Friday, they uh, Tulane scored seven. Two of them were earned. Those are both on Love It, uh, but there still was an error that inning. Right. So really, yeah. I mean, errors are affecting all of these, uh, all of these. Runs, runs in the on the Friday and a couple of the runs on the on the rest of the weekend. So, oh, yeah. got to play cleaner. Got it. Got to even even from the standpoint. Okay, an error makes your pitcher throw eight more pitches that inning. That's that's a big deal. If you do that three times in a game, we had a couple games with three or, or Friday with three errors. Twenty four more pitches for your pitcher is 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 two innings two one to two innings uh more pitches than we've had to throw. That's like the difference between. 
a Christian McLeod going, and and there was there was thirty extra pitches after those er- that error and that not yeah. error error that Cam had. He threw thirty more pitches. That's the difference between Christian McLeod going in the third or fourth or the sixth or seventh inning. Yep. I mean you've you've got to got to clean that up. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we played that well this weekend. No. And I and I think we will clean it up. I think we will. I think showing that you team. can win good defensive team. I think we I think we can be. Yeah, I think we can be. I think that I think we have the makings of good enough athletes to be a good defensive team. I th- yeah, with Zabrul, we saw where the the I don't want to say the iffiest. You're yeah, you're iffiest at first base and, and excuse me, third base and I haven't seen any problems at a third base. Mm-mm. So you know that from Cam, you know that Cam's a solid defensive player, and I believe he'll turn. It's that mental. Around. It's mental. It's not athletic ability. He's. I've watched him too. He's letting that ball come to him. He's got to mm-hmm. go push through that ball. They're they're gonna figure that out. He needs one or two. He needs probably a good weekend of error free baseball to just and say, all right. Flush I guarantee that. you, he's busting his butt this week trying to get it cleaned up in the Palmero Center because it has been raining. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Um, didn't play well. Still won. Didn't hit well. I don't think we had good time of hitting until the ninth inning, and that's of every we we pushed a run across in the ninth inning on Friday. Couldn't do enough. Um, had a chance to make it a little bit more interesting. Is that didn't. not the story of Mississippi State baseball though? I feel like every year we're complaining about timely hitting, and then stuff just falls together. I remember last year it was getting guys on base, period. And once you got them on base, you were fine. Yeah. But a lot of years, yeah, there's a lot of teams that had that. Timely hitting is an art. Um, This is why I like stealing and I like bunting. There was a – Logan Tanner had one situation on Saturday where he absolutely should have bunted. Um, I forget what it was. I'll have to to go back and look. I should have made a note of it that day instead of waiting till now to make a note of it. But – and I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if Logan Tanner can't bunt, but if you're trying, you're down one game in a series. You have to. I don't care who you are on the team. You got to be able to get a bunt down. So we'll have to see about uh, timely hitting, about moving guys over, getting guys on second, and then doing something with it. But I don't disagree totally with Logan Tanner not bunting because up until that point, you hadn't been hitting with runners in scoring position. Right. You have to get a little bit better at hitting runners in scoring position. Yeah, for sure. Definitely can improve. But uh, this team has a lot of one thing. What is that that they have? I'm, I'm grit. Lot of Lots grit. of grit. You found out there's, a lot about your ball club this weekend. That's what Coach Lamona said. Yep. Uh, if there's one way to describe this team, it's got to be fight, grit, grind, clutch, something like that. Because even in the game that they lost, they were still getting guys getting guys on base and fighting in that last inning. Yep. And, and, it and took, had a chance to win it. Took a... A, a five-run deficit to really end any threat, but I feel like you know any any bit closer than that, and you're and you're at least putting a scare into two lane. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, though, absolutely ambush. Just I've never seen a turnaround like that, and I guess I I don't know why they left that guy in, both on Saturday and Sunday. I have no idea. Yeah. They had guys warming up. They weren't fully warm, but like, and he did kind of go talk to him. And I thought, oh, he's just going to talk to him to give his. I really thought this is a timeout to stall to make mm-hmm. sure his reliever. I thought it some, was too to get some rest. He's going to let him go one, one or two more pitches. Then his reliever's going to come whenever he's ready. Never came, mm-hmm. never came. Let him throw to the left-handed Luke Hancock, right-handed guy. Punished him. Punished that baseball. <laughs> I hope that baseball didn't have a family. Oh my word. Uh, but that ninth inning in on Saturday, you come alive. You Roddy starts off top of the order. I like that. But you start off with a single. Another single. Really quick. Rowdy got down on the count, but DeBrule ambushed the first pitch. Yep. You walk Tanner Allen. 
Logan Tanner smokes a baseball through the left side. Hardest hit ball of the weekend. Uh, advances on the third of third to second, so it was a single for Logan Tanner. Advances to second. Intentionally walked Josh Hatcher, which, by the way, I've heard this on a couple times on Twitter and stuff. You have to watch Josh Hatcher that walk Josh, Josh Hatcher there. You have nobody out. The runner on second means nothing if the runner on third scores. The runner on first definitely means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay? You have to walk Hatcher to have a force at every base because you have to get the runner at third out somehow. Either not a, nobody could advance a single base or if the ball's put in play, you have to come home with it. Okay? Luke Hancock, I don't care if it was Barry Bonds coming up, but nobody was getting disrespected by walking Hatcher. Okay? I don't... That is no. baseball 101. All right, so you have to walk Hatcher there. But they do so, and I've heard debate on whether it was a breaking ball or a slider or a changeup or a fastball. I've heard on, on different podcasts different things. It was a slider. They started him off with a slider. I'm here to end that debate. I had no, I have no right way to back that up. I was in the outfield, so I probably couldn't tell. I watched the video. I think it was a slider. And well, did I'm Hancock, I'm, right. I'm 99% sure Hancock said he was looking slider. I think he was, yeah. He had whatever he was looking for is what it yeah. was. Because well, he I, in the post game presser, he said I was looking slider. Yeah, and he that's gave why me I one. think it's a slider because you you had to have guessed right to yeah. hit the ball that hard. Yeah, you weren't. He was not caught off guard. No, he at all hit that ball. And that's and the thing is, in the so situation far. he's in, it doesn't matter what you do. Just hit it hard. Right. Just just he didn't have to hit it over the wall. You can you can but he you did. can ground into it, and you, you were not going to get this because of the situation. But you yeah. can ground into. What would in most instances would be a one-two double, uh, uh, four-three, uh, what would it be a four-six-three or six-four-three yeah. double play? You can ground into deep into the five-hole or into the six-hole, excuse me, the six or the four-hole, and uh, and win that game. There's nobody out. They're not obviously they're playing infield in everywhere and, and yeah. playing to stop that. So to well not to stop that, but you can't. You're not going to get a double play like yeah. that. Um, you might get a double play at home and then at first, but you could have done anything. And won that game. And here's the thing, and I love this for Luke. It was a clutch hit, but Logan Tanner put him in that situation where he didn't have to do anything. He's got to get a ball through the infield anyway. Mm -hmm. All right, it can't just nothing but a pop, a pop up and a strikeout pretty much is all he could get. A, a weak ground ball, but with the they weren't holding the runner on and and you've got a uh, I guess it was Tanner Allen on first, a smart base runner. He's he's he might score on like a in like a, a bunt type situation too. So you might could even hit a weak ground ball. You just can't hit one sharply right at somebody. Right. Uh then you'll have that forced at home. But Logan Tanner puts him in a situation where he only has to do one thing, and that's get a ball to outfield somewhere. And of course he did much more than that. He uh and also he did tie the game to where you don't have to worry about, you know, with nobody out, especially you don't have to worry about, oh, if I don't do something here. We're going to lose. Right. Logan Hancock, again, obliterated, murdered, killed, destroyed, ruined that baseball. I, that's one of those baseballs that, like, you don't even use it for BP afterwards. It's probably deformed. <laughs> I hope he got it back. It's probably shaped weird. I doubt he got it back. I feel like whoever got that thing just took off. I heard he got it back, but I heard it from some person that also said that, uh, he also said that uh, Luke Hancock was right-handed, and that's the only other thing that he said to me. So I just don't. I think he's a little bit confused. But somebody said he told me they found the ball. I figured they'd have found the ball and gave it back to him. Yeah. Maybe I don't know if they found it. Is the thing. Is, yeah. I don't think it's if they found it they pocketed it. I think it's did they find it. That thing's out next to Templeton somewhere. I mean it's that ball. He hit that ball to West Point. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the ball? Um. Anyway, 
So baseball, going to talk a little bit about each individual game as more than we have, but didn't play well on Friday, lots of errors. Didn't hit well until the very end on most of these other games. Uh, I expected more than five runs on Sunday, I'm going to be honest. Tulane Sunday Sunday guy, I know they had a really, really good rotation. We should hang more than five runs with Tulane Sunday guy. we got to clean that up. I agree. But the clutch gene, I'm much rather would trade, at least for right now, uh, coming up big in big moments than play and, and winning that way than maybe playing well and leaving it up to chance at that point. Because Tulane played well. Tulane played good every game. Going to talk about the chirping a little bit. That was a... Uh, I don't have much to add to that. I think everything. I think everybody's read everything on Twitter. That was weird. I, was I weird. don't know. I guess it's a strat by the coach to uh, these guys didn't recruit y'all and they think they're better because they're the SEC. So we're gonna go out there and show them who's and then get everybody fired up and then it worked. I think they played amped up because of it. Yeah. Uh, it came back to bite them. It's hard. It's tough. I've done it at high school. I didn't participate, but my team did. It's tough to talk some trash, especially in basketball. Baseball, too, but especially in basketball. It's tough to talk trash and then get walked off like that. Imagine, you know, talking trash right before somebody hits a buzzer beater in your face. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. They're eating their humble pie. Um, I will, I, I, I'll be completely honest. I'm a Mississippi State fan. We were not absolved from it. We gave it back to them. I don't think, it doesn't matter that much, I don't think we instigated anything. I think it was all on their side. I don't have a problem with any of it. Uh, I do a little bit. Stomping on home plate if you're two lanes. Stomping on home plate in the second inning. I mean, that's cheesy. That's... But, I, but the energy was matched by us. Right. But so, but they so had to okay. bring it first. Right. They so brought Yeah, they definitely brought it first. But... I think their coach is a little bit out of line. It's one, yeah. It's one of those things where, if you want to do, if you want to act like that, that's fine because we can do it too. Yeah, and we'll back I'll, it up. I will say what though, if you are gonna act like that, you gotta do it on the field, and they just didn't the last two yeah, games. Um, right. I, I couldn't after that home run in the top of the ninth on Sunday. I anybody's oh, talking trash. The, I, I, you have to. Yeah. Like, I, or, or at least celebrating. They did the whole hey, 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 yeah. hey thing, and that was obnoxious as it did whatever. Every time they score a run, yeah. like. You're gonna have a hit by the, a, a hit by pitch, the, a, uh, RBI. You're gonna do that too. Like the trash talking should have stopped after Saturday. You would have thought, but yeah, it didn't. But did. it didn't. So, oh well. If they, <coughs> if they want to dish it out, they can take it, and they did. It'll uh, be all right. They're yeah, tough. Yeah, they're they're big boys. I know one. Now I'll say this: one player after the home run on Sunday that they hit took a ball and threw it in the stands. I heard that. Uh, I didn't see it because I was I wasn't looking. I was yeah. kind of just had my head in my hands, like oh crap, that's unacceptable. Yeah, that is unacceptable. That needs to be punished. That player needs to be suspended or kicked off the team, something like that. I don't know. I don't know about that. You he, throw he something at a some fan. Some type of punishment. Throw something at a fan. Yeah. From the from the field. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't kick him. I'd, I'd suspend him. I wouldn't kick him off the yeah. team. But I'd make him sit out a game or two. They'll make him sit out a week of games. They'll make him sit out four or five games. Throw something at a fan? Yeah. Uh, throwing something at a fan. Like, that's weird. Yeah, that's that's bad, for sure. Uh, I didn't see it, but... Uh, my mind just keeps going to Malik Keith, if we're being honest. <laughs> and I don't think Malik Keith should get a fat suspension or anything. And, He's going to get suspended one game. Yeah, and well... Kicking somebody, kicking somebody in the face is definitely worse than throwing something in the stands. 
not a player. It's different. As a fan, <laughs> man. Dude, fighting. Look, think about Malice in the Palace before your time. No, I, I know about Malice involved, in the Palace. Okay, that the fans got involved a little bit there at the end. Yeah. If you're doing something to a fan physically, unless they come after you first, like, because nobody, we didn't throw anything at them. Yeah. As far as right. I know. <laughs> uh, they were fans were saying some things. But yeah. That's. Mm. Uh. Weird thing that they had, they had this uh, in the ninth inning is against Tanner Allen. It's three one count. Runners on second and third are they're in you know the winning runs on second, the tying runs on third. Two lane pitcher does this weird thing where he sprinkles something on the ball and then reaches. Uh, up I've in his read shirt. into this and it makes sense. I think it's a superstition. What do you think it is? Yeah. So apparently, I'll, I'll do it for you right now, Colton. Y'all can't see, but Colton can. Okay. He reaches into his shirt, gets some Jesus dust. Okay, from his cross. From his cross on chain, his chain, which he was wearing. Okay. Sprinkles it on the ball. Okay. Okay. So it's a superstition. Right. That's what now, I thought it was, too. as Joel Coleman put it, and I and I would like to read the tweet, actually. So uh, A lot of people thought he was trolling, and then I, real, I thought he was at first, too, because of the thing on Friday where we thought they had something to ball, so he was, like, pretending. No, because it was – if you're trolling – on three one, when the tying runs on third, or excuse me, on third, and the winning runs on second, and you've got you're down against the count of a really good hitter, and you're trolling, you're joking. I don't know about that. So I I agree with you. I think it's a superstition. Here we go. You ready? Ready. Joel Coleman says this is this might be my favorite tweet of all time. So Brian Haydad posts a video that you've all seen, and says I'm no baseball expert, so one of y'all please tell me what's happening here. <laughs> Joel Coleman says, this ball might be Presbyterian. <laughs> it was sprinkled by the two-lane pitcher for baptism. Tenor Allen proceeds to knock the hell out of it. If baseball goes to heaven, that one's good. I saw that. I didn't <laughs> see that. Yeah. Uh, you combine the for Presbyterian. I think Methodists do it, too. If you combine the baptism with the, to quote Joel Coleman, a devout Baptist, by the way, Knocking the hell out of the ball. <laughs> that ball is going to heaven. Yeah. Um, if you're if you believe in such ritualistic things, I don't know if getting crash, crushed during a walk off is how balls get sal- saved. Uh, we'll have to. I, I don't honestly. I don't think baseballs go to heaven. <laughs> I don't think there is a baseball. <laughs> but um, we're getting off on a tangent now. But that was kind of weird. I and I, I, I tend to agree. It was a super. Had to be a superstition. It, yeah. I don't think he's actually doing something. Cause it's too obvious. No, there's nothing shady. Yeah. Cause he, yeah, like you said, it was it was funny though that that happened. He and then they thought there was something dugout. shady on Friday. Yeah, and he he reached he did reach in there like yeah. he 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 believes in it too because he wasn't just pretending. <laughs> he's reaching in there in his shirt. It looked like he was grabbing a handful of chest hair. Yeah, and he he's like touching this chain and sprinkling it. I mean, they're down in Louisiana. They got voodoo and Catholicism and and mixed together. You yeah, know, who knows what he's in, there's no what telling. They get into down no there. No telling. But I've never thought to grab a cross or any kind of chain and use it to sprinkle. Sprinkle my Jesus dust on it. Hey, to each their own. Hey, it doesn't work if you're wondering. Um, <laughs> before we get out of here, talk about men's basketball briefly. Had a uh, tough game against Alabama. They played really good. Um, got two more games coming up. And here's one thing I say about the men. We win one of these games, and we're going to guarantee at least a 500 record. Okay. You win two of these games, you're guaranteed an above 500 record. I, for one, will take that. 
Yeah. At the beginning of the year, if you said, hey, a 500 record, 500-ish in the SEC, which we will be, we would have taken it. Now, losing, winning the games that we've won that made us think we were good and then losing the games that we lost that we definitely shouldn't have lost is what makes the season feel so bad, inconsistent, hard to buy in. We get that. But looking from the beginning to right now, if you just show me the record, I say, yep, that's about what I thought. And yep, I'll take it. That's that's mm-hmm. a success. A team that hasn't played a game in a month, Texas A&M, is our next game. The game after that is another team that's pretty uh, – they're both not very good. It's Auburn, both on the road. Win one of those games, I'll go so far as to say it's a successful season. Okay. A uh, uh, mildly successful season. You win both, I'll definitely say, you know, yep, I'll count the season as success. Then your couple games over 500 – you're 500 in the SEC. Uh, we potentially, guys, potentially could end up fourth in the SEC. We're not going to, but there's we're eighth right now. There's a chance. This is how packed the SEC is in terms of record to look to win two games. A couple other teams lose, end up like fifth, sixth, fourth. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> chance we can win a game in the SEC tournament. I don't think short of winning the tournament though, we're going to make the NCAA tournament. Don't know if we make the NIT either. NIT's cut down to 16 teams this year. It's usually 32. Yeah. I don't think we're – I think we're maybe on the cusp of an NIT team. Had a deep postseason run in the NIT basketball is ago. looking to be a slim opportunity. For the men. Women yeah. will make postseason. Women yeah. had a terrible showing on Sunday. Jemai Mingo Young and Rakia Jackson barely played. And Nikki McRae lied, and she shouldn't tell the truth here necessarily, and said that it was because her senior needed to play more. But they only played a little bit when the game was already over, and that's got to be some kind of discipline thing. I don't know what's going on there. She didn't uh, offer it to us, and she doesn't have to. I wish she had been a little bit more upfront, but she doesn't have to. She shouldn't tell us exactly what they did or wrong. That's between them and coach. But terrible showing. It's a bad Missouri team. SEC tournament starts. We'll play on Thursday um, against LSU at like ten in the morning. Uh, we already beat LSU recently, so maybe we could do it again. A couple wins in, this, in the SEC tournament might be good for our soul. For sure. Winning that game on Sunday hurt, though. You had two games worth of wins to have build momentum, a very winnable game on senior night at home on Sunday, and then you, you crapped the bed for a bit lack of better term. Lost by 20. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's that's to me, the worst loss on the year. All year. You had all these losses. You, you got embarrassed by Texas A&M, and South Carolina beat you pretty good at home, but that's probably worse. Bama was triggering too. That one was triggering, but now we know that Bama's really good. Yeah. Um, glad we don't have to play him again because the game got canceled. Yeah. So with that being said, I think we're done. Uh, will you do the honors? Sure thing, Colton. <laughs> Swing your sword and hail state. Hail state.